We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Pete Sweeney. Pete Sweeney. Pete Sweeney. Pete Sweeney. Pete Sweeney. Pete Sweeney, Pete Sweeney, Pete Sweeney. Yes, it is time to talk to our Chiefs insider, Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead Pride. As always, it is presented by FanDuel, America's number one sports book, the official sports book of 610 Sports Radio. CDOT just walked to the studio. He said, I hate that song. We actually love it. I think Pete Sweeney likes the song. Why does he hate it? I don't know. Do they give you an intro when you when you go on their show? Uh, it's it's an intro, but it, it's it's the the stock lady. The stock lady says a couple uh, things, and and then they get into it. Yeah, that's not nearly no, as creative. Like, no. Now joining us, our Chiefs insider Pete Sweeney. That's not as much fun as a no, song dedicated to you. They, it, the lady says that I'm the pumpkin spiced prince and the king of <laughs> Saint Joe, and then I get into the speed out segment. Yeah. Huh, okay. Is that an elected yeah. position or king of Saint Joe, or or is that something you just appointed to? You know what I, I think I'm learning here is, man, when you guys leave that station, you are not turning on 610 at 3 o'clock on a Wednesday. played <laughs> <laughs> a number of times. Oh, oh. Well, it turns out sometimes when you do four hours of sports radio, then you just kind of ignore it the rest of the day. This is accurate. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty clear at this point. <laughs> Sorry, Pete. We're, uh, we were talking about the team earlier, and I think one of the things that stands out to me about this is I don't think, as much as I think the Chiefs are going to win this game, Pete, and it's funny to make fun of the Broncos for where they are, I don't think it's a reasonable expectation to just assume the Chiefs are going to move this ball against what is, I think, the best defense in the NFL. And I know that against the other three top five defense in the NFL, they're scoring 33 points a game. It just seems like this one's going to be tough to move the ball. Yeah, and I I think the ultimate advantage is Patrick Mahomes, and you know they they are a team with a lot of injury. We got to see who's available and, and who's not, and so I, I think that's going to impact them as well. But I, the thing that sticks out, and and this is what gives me pause, is is not only the defense, and I guess when you're talking about a Broncos possible monumental upset, it, it would be based upon defense and, and a really ugly game. But this is their most important game of the year. I mean, their season is pretty much over. I know that they get the Chiefs again in Kansas City, but they really want to break this streak. I mean, it's the only thing they really have left that that is any kind of value to their their season. And I think that's important to remember heading into a game like this. The Chiefs are significantly better, and a lot has to do with the offensive side of the football. But this is one of the best defenses in football. It's not like we have seen the Chiefs struggle. I just tend to think that after losses, and and this is just the way the world is now with the 24-hour news cycle and you forget stories seven days later, 
we forget a little bit just how good Patrick Mahomes is, especially when he doesn't maybe have the greatest game like we saw with the Bengals for, for a number of reasons. I mean, you can have the best defenses in the league. We've seen it already this year with San Francisco where they dropped 40 with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers heading into that game. They were playing really well defensively, and the Chiefs rolled over them. I know it was only a 10-point win, but they dominated that game. And I just tend to expect the same. We, we have a little recency bias in a bad way sometimes, uh, but you got to remember this is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I think, I think that's fair. And also, I mean, two weeks ago, this Broncos team played Carolina and they still gave up 23 points to the Carolina Panthers. So while it may not be giving up 30 plus points a game or anything like that, if Carolina put up 23 on this defense, like I, I don't think we're, we're talking about a 14 to 10 game on Sunday. Yeah. And they just, they just have no offensive weapons. Everyone, everyone's injured. Russ Wilson has looked like a, a shell of himself. And, and again, any, any given Sunday, but I mean, you're at a point where if you score 14 points, should be good, right? So like, it feels like that. I mean, yeah, it feels yeah. like that's the case. Like for this Chiefs defense, what what's reasonable for them? Because you just you just mentioned how bad the Broncos' offense has been. We know the Chiefs' defense has struggled, but they don't give up thirty points. Other than one game this year and a winning effort against the Bucks, they don't give up thirty points uh, this season. So is a fourteen point, seventeen point expectation reasonable for this Chiefs' defense to hold them to? I think it should be expected. This offense has looked really bad, and they're getting more injured each and every week. I feel like if the Broncos were able to get 21 against the Chiefs, even what is a big game for them, that to me would be a disappointment. I think you're happy with 17, but it, it, you, shouldn't, you should make the case that it could even be less. I mean, that's how bad they have been. And this will be still a test for young players going up against a veteran quarterback, but that, that veteran quarterback just isn't the same anymore. You know, I, I think we've seen that. And what's funny to Chiefs about the Broncos is, I think based upon the situation, they have to probably lean into him for at least another year. You know, maybe they change the staff because of that contract. And so this is not only a disaster that's going to continue for the next, what, uh, five weeks. But, I mean, you might be talking about the next 23 weeks of regular season football of Russ Wilson in a Broncos uniform. And it's just, man, when, when it was that, that reign of terror of Peyton Manning and the Broncos, uh, you were waiting for something like this. Never in a million years could expect it to be this bad in reverse. Uh, and, and that's what you're getting right now. Pete, I think you could make an, a, a strong argument that if right now they said, all right, Pete, you can be the general manager of any NFL team and you got to rank them one through 32, that the Broncos job would be the worst job to take as a general manager right now because you'd have an awful yeah. quarterback situation and no picks to solve it, and no cap fa- cap space to fix it. I mean, it, it's without a doubt. Uh, you know, I guess prior to 12 hours ago, when they didn't have a quarterback and no picks, uh, Baker May- Mayfield is back to being a, a wonder kind. So, <laughs> I mean, now, now the Rams' job is look, looking a little bit more attractive. I, I think that probably would have been the other one, and, it, and it's weird to say coming off a Super Bowl championship, but it, it's certainly the Denver Broncos. I, that's something that I, I always believe, and I always say you, know, you can have a really good 2-53. to, to 53. If you don't have a quarterback, what do, you, what do you really have? I mean, that was the case for a lot of years in Kansas City with, the, with that defense, the defenses that they would have. I mean, we, we experienced that. And it's not only the fact that the 51% is bad now, it's you lock that up for four more years and a lot of money. And I understand you could, you could bench that player and it, and it could feel really weird, but at, you know, at some point the ownership is, is not going to just eat a quarter billion dollars. And so I, I think they got to try him another year. And, you know, walking into that job would just be set up for failure. I, I think that's an underrated part of when we're looking at sometimes these coaching and, and GM positions, 
the smartest guys that take these jobs have multiple offers and they wait for the right one. Uh, you know, when Chris Ballard, I know it looks bad now uh, with that disaster of quarterback situation in Indy, but when Chris Ballard was leaving the Chiefs, like, you know, from what I, I heard, he got offers to you know be the GM for other teams and he, he wanted to pick a situation. At the time, he picked Andrew Luck, which was a pretty good decision, but, you know, sometimes things go the other way. But that's just one example of, yeah, I mean, if you're a, a hot GM candidate, you may, you may just want to wait one more year if the Broncos are your only offer. We're talking to Pete Sweeney, our Chiefs insider from Arrowhead Pride. We were just discussing Juju Smith-Schuster, who post-concussion and coming back, a couple games where it's around three catches, 35, 36 yards or so. He went from seven or eight targets a game down to the four or five targets a game. Are they just easing him back in? Is that what we're still witnessing? Or is it because they're missing some other weapons on offense that it's making it more challenging for Juju? I think it, it's it's a little bit of everything. I, I think that first game they were easing him back in, and what you saw is early on the week, it, I, I think the Chiefs were still unsure if he would pass the concussion protocol. So they were planning things w- w- for not having Juju, and I, I think that's why you saw the snaps were down. They were up the the next game, but but still, it hasn't been the same player we saw before the injury, and I I think that could be some some of him being off his feet. I mean, we all saw that that injury, and it was as ugly as as any injury that you've seen this year. And for, for him to have to be off his feet for you know a couple of days, I'm sure he wasn't working out like he would because you have to just rest for a concussion and then you have to get back in that mix. You almost have to retrain yourself, even if you're taking, let's say, between seven and 14 days off or whatever it was. And so I look at this game as a, you know, get getting Juju, his, his groove back in a sense. I, I just think it's been enough weeks now. Um, again, I know this is a tough defense, but this is a game where you have better weapons and you're clearly the better team. And so... I look for the Denver Broncos to try to do what Cincinnati did in the first half and, and lock down Kelsey. They're capable probably of doing that. And that's where I think Juju now sort of back in the mix for a few weeks will shine. Uh, so, Al, I know you're a, uh, you're a token better. I, I like the over on Juju this week. When you're looking at what the Chiefs do at offensive tackle the rest of the season, uh, is it just a matter of hope they play better? Because I'm a little bit torn, Pete. They don't give up way too many sacks, which I credit partially to Patrick Mahomes. But Pro Football Focus has their left and right tackle as giving up the most pressures at the tackle position in all of the NFL. That, to me, is troublesome. And especially troublesome because I'm not convinced that that won't keep them from offering Orlando Brown Jr. again. Yeah, I I went to the press conference yesterday and asked Eric Bieniemy about Lucas Niang. I mean, he, he sure made it sound like he's still going to be a backup. So I, I, I tend to think they're going to continue to roll with these guys. They got to keep Orlando Brown a left tackle. I, I mentioned the money thing about Russ Wilson. This guy's on the franchise tag. I don't see the franchise tag left tackle being replaced. But Andrew Wiley to me seems like a possibility. And what what it, you do in replacing a, a Wiley, let's say within the Yang, or even if you wanted to go in the direction of like let's see what Prince can do there, and, and say they play better, sometimes it makes your whole line better because if you don't have to help out one side, you can really focus those chips and maybe that extra lineman on the other side. And maybe that that's a direction the Chiefs go in. I'm not sure if it'll be this week. Maybe it'll be in the in the coming weeks. But I think the only possible position change right now of the starters can be right tackle. And one thing that the guys will always tell you as well is just the fact that the line is so based upon each and every member of it. And I like Nick Allegretti. I think he's a great sixth man. I think he's a great interior guy. But I think they've been missing Joe Tooney a little bit because, uh, uh, you know, he's one of the better guards in, in all of football. And so – my feeling is because he was a game-time decision last week, he should be ready to get back in the mix with that ankle this week, and we'll see if a, a position change comes on, on even 
Sunday at right tackle or, or maybe in the coming weeks. Lastly, Pete, just bigger picture AFC right now. We were, we were talking a little bit earlier after last night's result uh, with the Raiders. They seem to be completely now out of really the, the wild card picture. And it seems like it's the Chargers, the Dolphins, uh, or excuse me, the Chargers the, and, and the Jets for that final playoff spot at this point in time. Do you feel like the Chiefs uh, are, are still in good position here for the one seed, knowing that Buffalo has a team like the Dolphins and the Jets still left on the schedule? No, headed into last night, I thought the Raiders would win out heading into that Week 18 game, and, and it would be interesting for them. And the, I can't even believe I'm saying this. <laughs> Baker Mayfield ripped their hearts out. And yeah. so they almost have nothing to play for anymore. And, and so I, I don't feel like the Chiefs have any real games left where you're going to have the other team with, I guess, the, the Seahawks game is one that comes to mind. But, you know, even in that game, say, you know, the Seahawks are playing for their playoff life, but the Chiefs are just a better team. Uh, and so I, I just – Again, I, I don't want to look too far ahead. and I'm not everyone that's getting nervous here. I'm not skipping the Broncos game. I know they got to play each and every week, but I, it's hard for me to believe that they don't just win out here. Uh, and the, the roads for the Cincinnati and, and you know Miami and, and Buffalo are just far far tougher because of the division. They like to stack these division games at the end. And the AFC West stinks. I mean, it just stinks. So the Chiefs have that in, in, in their advantage. Funny to say when we thought it would be the best division ever. Uh, but I, I still feel like Kansas City has pretty good control of this. I, I think there's a loss built in somewhere and, and even as early as this week with with buffalo and new york the, the jets have a pretty good defense you know you never know what can happen with uh this kid mike white and who's, who's playing a lot better than zach wilson was you know not, not fantastic football but average is better than what they were getting and so who knows you know you could wake up uh, after this week and, and the chiefs may be back in control just having to win four games pete sweeney our chiefs insider from arrowhead pride he's presented by FanDuel, america's number one sports book uh, I can promise you we will not have a conversation about your love life for five or six minutes after this appearance. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, you know, <laughs> I love, love the Bankmeister, but sometimes you need the A crew. You know what I mean? There we go. Pizza wow. Just yeah, not you, you, you missed that last week. What did I miss? So Bink was filling in. and Okay. Uh, we... Uh, <laughs> For about five or six minutes, Bink just went all in on on Pete Sweeney's love life, saying he should already have kids and what is he doing and mentioning things. Did he say that to you? No, you and Pete of similar age. No, but it was specifically (laughs) about your chili get together. He said he wasn't coming to your thing, and and Pete didn't say anything about having plans with his girlfriend, but. Bink just assumed it was because he was having plans with his girlfriend, and he said, oh, this is a bad relationship. She's already controlling him. He needs to get out of it. And then it turned into he needs to get laid. Yeah. By he's like I had I had two kids by the time <laughs> yeah. I was Pete's age. So not just have sex, but have sex that that yes. results in children. Yeah. So he just, it's a different kind. So and Pete had no Pete wasn't on I the phone. The to act defend is himself. the same. Cody. Yes, that's but, how that works. Yeah, but slightly different results at the end. Bigger implications. We just promised Pete we wouldn't do this, and now now here we are. No, we're not talking about his. Yeah. Now we're just talking about how babies are made. Science. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thinking of science, uh, let's get to the trash of the day. <laughs> trash of the day. Because it's kind of, there's some science Is involved Is it science I think so. Yesterday, I mentioned Pilk. P-I-L-K. You did. It is a TikTok trend. It's also a viral marketing campaign, I think, from Pepsi. Lindsay Lohan did a commercial. And it's, it's kind of basic here, but milk, Pepsi combined, half and half, Pilk. So... 
Nick is lactose intolerant, so I, I did get That's you. That's really nice of you. So too. I got you some. Thank I've you. Never, I didn't even know this stuff existed. What, what is it? What brand is that? Fairlife. I've Fair seen Life. it. I've seen it before. I've never so, had it. Ultra filtered milk. Ult- Not just kind of ultra filtered. But it does say lactose free, correct? That's, that's the key. So if you're watching on the video stream, you can see that. We'll make sure the cup for Nick is the lactose free milk. The other one is just Don't regular. ask me here, Cody. No. It just says all our milk flows through soft filters to concentrate its goodness like protein and calcium while filtering out half of the natural sugars. So sip, drink, and chug. Enjoy our delicious ultra-filtered milk. I don't know milk. how much chugging milk? I'm about to do. Well, it says chug. Okay. All right, so make sure that's the cup he gets. Okay, I'll, we, you and I have I'll the separate two, his. Yeah, you and I have the 2%, and it's supposed to be like roughly half Pepsi, half milk. Okay. And Alrighty, here we go. It's pretty decent. It has, Why? It has to be better. Do you like milk-based, like, no. drinks of any kind? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but after having Coca-Cola and vinegar on this show mixed together, which was awful, so bad, this has to... These are two drinkable products already. Like, vinegar you don't normally drink. You can drink milk. You can drink Pepsi. So it can't be that bad. I'll say these. The milks look very similar. I mean, it's not supposed to... It's, not a, it's supposed not to, a dramatic difference in their look. Nick, this is yours over here. This one right here. Okay, don't lose sight in that. <laughs> yeah, move the cups around. We'll Make see if sure we can you keep know exactly what's going on. Let's do that cup in the hat game yeah, from the like, stadium. Like they do <laughs> Make at Make sure you can get the right one. Yeah, like they do at Kaufman and other stadiums. We'll see on the video stream if you guys can keep track and guess for Nick on Nick's yeah. behalf which cup is the correct one. All yeah, right, so, so you're I'm pouring, pouring in some. Someone I says, can't believe we're going to let Lindsay Lohan a, decide. A lot of people what we're keep saying this that this is from Laverne and Shirley, but again, this is t- this is we're way too young of a yeah, show to yeah. know Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. References. In fact, I brought it up to Parks Scott Parks over at KMBZ. He was offended. That well, I asked it's him, the way you brought it up to him. You said, "Do you remember Laverne and Shirley?" You're like, "Shirley, you're the oldest person at the station. You know Laverne and Shirley." What? Well, first, I just said, "Do you so, know like Laver- the 50s? First, I just said, "Do you know Laverne and Shirley?" He gave me like a look like he was upset, and then I go, "Well, you're the oldest one," and then. That really upset him. All right, I'm going to go bring Nick his. Okay, so on the video stream, if you're watching, I'm going to try not to spill this on my computer and ruin it. Uh, it's kind of a, I mean, yeah, it's a little frothy-looking drink. Um, someone says to make a white Russian with pilk. That's true. We're not far off here. We're not far off from, from doing that. That's if you smell something. it, all I smell is the Pepsi. Same. Yeah, okay. That's Now, do we need to mix it with a spoon or anything or just... No, I think we just down the hatch. Yeah, Nick is right. It just smells like smell. It just smells like Pepsi, straight Pepsi. Okay. All right, ready to get a drink? Yeah, I think Three, so. Three, two, one. It's fine. That's fantastic. It's really good. Yeah, that is fantastic. So, Fanta- I don't know yeah, if I'm fantastic. It's fine. I, I, I've no I'm going in for. It. I'm going yeah. in for another sip because it's not. I don't usually like Pepsi by itself, but the milk kind of softens a little bit of the, the Pepsi taste, and it's. Really? The fact that any of us would take a second drink of it is really strong. I'm going to finish favor. this. I'm going to finish so this. So You're going to drink that whole like, cup? Do you like the milk, too? Dude, yeah, it tastes like a root, a root beer float, like a Pepsi float. I think it's really... Is your, we you should like have yours? seen this coming. No, it's, it's okay. Root beer floats yeah. are delicious, and that's basically just milk. It's ice cream. <laughs> I don't drink milk regularly, How so. do you ever eat a root beer float? You just told us you can't have any lactose. I think. I mean, I've had one before. Someone says uh, we should have made a Colorado Bulldog. It's a white Russian with a splash of Coke. Very delicious. This is outstanding. <laughs> I like yeah, how, we all keep sitting. I like, like how much you like it. Like, you I'm coming like, back for more. You want more? There's more milk and more Pepsi. I give this like a 9 out of 10. That's, I'm yeah. surprised to find out this entire show is endorsing this drink. You this, like it too? It's good. It's good. I don't think I like it quite as much as you. You seem to be in love with it. Mm. Like, look, I'm not going to make another drink, right. but I'll, fin- I'll end up finishing it. I'm not going to pour me another one, but it's... Oh, it's so good. 
It's so yeah. good. I it works. I was worried it was going to... Lindsay Lohan, we, we should have known this. Lindsay Lohan was never going to steer us wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Just no way she would ever steer us in the wrong direction. Laverne, actually. Jeez. You mean Laverne would never steer us, for, mm. steer for us wrong. For this show? No, yeah. our generation's Laverne. the Lindsay Lohan generation. Laverne Were you just talking about how much you liked Parent Trap? Well, we... I Is was, it because you're a twin? Is it the twin part of it? Is so that why you I love that movie? You like all twin movies? So a couple things. One, we were talking because, unfortunately, Kirstie Alley passed away uh, earlier this week. And we were we were having conversations with Fesco and Kling because I was surprised that it made sense. Cheers! It just sounds like he's enjoying you know, it. So you much. just chugged it. it. Um, I was surprised she was seventy one, and then we were like, "Well, Cheers was on in the eighties, so it makes sense." But um, and then I was thinking of other movies. I think I think she was in Parent, Parent Trap, right? So yeah, I did like Parent Trap, the movie. I assume it's because you're a twin. Wait, I assume you I like know. any yeah. movie related yeah. to. We turn twin this stuff. into a breakdown of Lindsay Lohan's career. Well, this is her filmography. What do you think her baddest movie is? It's Mean Girls, right? I mean, pretty clearly. Yeah. Someone says, Nick, do not try to make gravy with the Fairlife milk. It tastes good, but don't use it for cooking. Is what I'll be honest with you. I don't, I don't often make gravy. <laughs> what, just generally speaking? Yeah. What about like mac and cheese? No. Because that would also, someone you know, know, you know might, maybe think, you could use the Fairlife for that. Someone wants to know if, they, if this would work, taste just as good with Coca-Cola. I'm sure it would. I would think so. I, are you guys like, I don't prefer, I don't like Pepsi that much to begin with. Are you more Coca-Cola I'm, I do, or Pepsi? I really, I'm Coca-Cola, but I really don't care. You know? I would more drink Coke than Same. Pepsi. But if I don't anytime really you give me the choice, I'm going to choose Coca-Cola 100% of the time. But in this case, it works. Now you know you can use the rest of this. You can take this all home. You can make yourself a hey, pill high later pro- tonight. Hey, high in protein, too, guys. I love people that continue to text in that this was done 45 years ago. I hadn't heard. I hadn't heard. Hey, newsflash. Um, <laughs> hadn't heard. Hadn't <laughs> no heard. Newsflash. We're all 45. in our 30s. We didn't yeah. watch Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. Cody's the closest to it. I don't know why you would have to do that after we were banding together <laughs> to talk about the tax line here. There's just no reason to let me in with this. Our audience would like, I guess, I didn't realize that that was a thing. Uh, like, someone uh, says, Kirstie, I was in the Olsen twins version of Parent Trap. It takes two. Yeah. Okay. Hey, how do you think yeah, this would be whatever. if we put whiskey in it? You guys want to well, put a little splash in? Oh. Let's go white Russian. Do you guys want to put yeah, a little splash in? It. It's a Friday. Yeah. Let's do so it. So like at yeah. one thirty, let's do the pilk again. Why wait till one thirty? <laughs> <laughs> I, wait till I mean, the whiskey's available. I'm not saying of that. I just, you know, we're getting ready to go to a break. Okay. And I All just right. kind of thought. You're right. Maybe in the one o'clock hour. We'll do, one o'clock we'll hour. Put this let's back do, in the fridge. Let's do pilk again. But this, this time, let's add the rigor that Rob Collins brought us. Okay. That, that sounds good to me. Taste test number two. Uh, coming up next, though, we get right back into the Chiefs in the Chiefs Red Half Hour. The one thing you're not worried about on Sunday. Listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Alex's That Betting Show every Thursday night at 7 o'clock, right here on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Chiefs Kingdom, this is Mitch Holtis, and welcome in to the Chiefs Red Half Hour on Cody and Gold, every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner, the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Chiefs Red Half Hour is brought to you by Greenway Ford. It's a new day, a new way at the all-new Greenway Ford. Reminder, coming up at 1 o'clock today, we'll head out to Arrowhead. You'll hear from Andy Reid one final time before the Chiefs head out to take on the Denver Broncos. We'll get a final update on the injury front, but again, continues to be some good news when it comes to Tooney, Nick Bolton, uh, and Kadarius Tony as well, heading in uh, to this weekend, heading in those games as well. World Cup, by the way, real quick going on. Uh, in extra time, 118th minute, Croatia just tied it up against Brazil. So it's Croatia won, Brazil won. There's a chance we'll get another uh, PK here in the quarter final. So that'd be that'd be pretty cool if it ends up like that. Brazil. You do no two dollar bet. Heavy, heavy, heavy favorites. No. Two dollar bet. Heavy, heavy favorites. He just won't. He will not concede on this two. No, I like how you idea. said another as if there's been one. There was one, and I paid you. <laughs> Me, not him though. He hasn't done a bet yet. I offered a bet to Carrington on the KUMU game. He won't take it. He Wait, he it. won't take it. He will not. He said I could rather. I'd rather. He'd rather just bet on Fanduel. He said this is said, okay. this, so. This is how it feels. Okay. This is exactly the conversations we've had on air multiple times when I try to make bets with you. You're like, I could just go to the betting site. Yeah, except uh, just except the only reason why I offered to make bet is because he literally in the middle of a segment came into Nick's ear and said, uh, basically, he said you were using the fact that you said there's no buzz around this game is just a coping mechanism because you know that Kansas might lose. Right. And without hesitation, I said, all right, let's go. Let's make a bet. And he, he won't make the bet. So that's why we'll make it. Tried, Cody. Won't do it. Try again. Let's bring him in at noon. Try again. Uh, or 1 o'clock or something. Sure. That's fun. <laughs> one o'clock. I don't really care this when. Maybe he wants to try some of this pilk with whiskey. Uh, something tells me he's not trying that. I tried to get Rob to, to go with the pilk. He's uh, not willing to do that either. Why? He doesn't like milk or Pepsi. I said, neither do I. <laughs> Gold <laughs> made a point of the, before the show saying he had to take calcium supplements as a kid because he didn't drink enough this is milk. milk. Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't strike. And you just told us that you prefer Coke to milk or uh, to Pepsi. Yeah. So we know that it wasn't high on your list. No, no, but it was all right. Uh, reminder coming up next Tuesday, we'll be out at Jefferson's in North Kansas city, having some great food, some great drinks, supporting the boys and girls club of greater Kansas city. Cody will be dressed up as Santa for three hours, all three hours, thinking of bets because he lost a bet. Yeah, to go and, look for uh, a fake dude, I guess. We're asking you to bring a new unwrapped toy or toys to the event. It's our second annual Cody and Gold Toy Drive, supporting the Boys and Girls Club of Kansas City. We had a ton of fun with this last year, so we hope to see you guys out there. We'll be there starting at 4 o'clock next Tuesday. On Sunday, I do know the Chiefs are 9.5-point favorites, so we have the, the spread is out for that. Even if it's not out for KUMU yet, we know the Chiefs are 9.5-point favorites against the Broncos. I don't feel like this game has any of the characteristics, honestly, Cody, for a trap game or a letdown game because of what's going on with this AFC wild card, or excuse me, AFC seeding situation for the number one seed uh, because the AFC West could be locked up this weekend because the Chiefs are coming off of a loss. It does not fall into that category of trap game for me. That doesn't mean that this won't be a close game, but I don't think it's fair to, to go into this one saying, well, you got to look out for the trap game. It doesn't like what, what, what part of it makes it a trap game, divisional game, everything on the line. Still, it's the only thing Denver has left to play for this game at home 
Well, just because is the last remaining thing though. Denver has left to play for. Because to me, what are the markers for you of a trap game? Me are early in the season, nothing to play for, terrible football team, right? Bad football team, yes. Uh, I don't think it has to be to early in the season. I think trap games can hit you late. I, not when you have the number one seat still in, in front of you. Personally, that's how I view it. Like, I think that I understand that. Like, you're like, well, they have the one seat, but that doesn't mean that you don't lose sight. And, I, and look, the one, the uh, easily the biggest thing that knocks it from not being a trap game is the coming off a loss against a team that has kicked their ass so many different times. And they have no game they're looking forward to. They're playing the Texans next week. There is no look ahead to the next opponent. We're going to barely bother watching film on them. So that part of it hurts them. The only part of it is that for all the bad teams we see in the NFL over the course of the year, including the one we'll see in two weeks or a week and a half in the Texans for the Chiefs, Denver is legitimately great at at least one thing, at least. They're not great at everything gold, but they're great at one thing and they're great at defense. So they do have some methodology to stay in this game. Whether we qualify it as a trap game or not, I worry about it being a slog for those reasons, being concerning for those reasons, because if your defense can keep you in the game, and then I wonder. The other part of this, though, is I will say Denver's offense is so bad. It's so bad. If you're going to actually, like, if somebody's going to sit on a national talking show or someone in Denver is going to legitimately try to tell you that this is the week Denver wins, tell me how. They have scored less than 20, they have scored more than 20 points two times. They have scored less than 10 points five times. They have. Less than 10 passing touchdowns. They can't run. Denver does zero things well in offense. Does that, does that sound about right to you? Well, there's a reason why this game got flexed out of primetime, and it's because of what you just said there, because they're miserable to watch, and Russell Wilson sucks. That's why. Mike Mahomes got flexed out of primetime because of what you just said that Broncos offense is. That's why it happened. So, yes, they are historically bad. It is one of the worst offenses in Broncos franchise history. Is it one of the – I mean, I God, I'd have to really go through. I'm like, is it one of the worst offenses in NFL history? They've scored less than 10 five times. It's double the amount they've scored more than 20. Like, I, in the modern NFL, like I mean, the modern NFL, like now, 2022, do you know how hard that is to accomplish? Like, look at any other team. Name, name one team that you're like, wow, that offense is miserable too, right? Like, just, you know, like, uh, I can't even... The Panthers are probably a good example. So here you right? go. If you, you want me to answer your question, the, uh, sure. the, the Broncos currently are the 10th worst points per game team since 2000, I think, looks like. And the only... The Browns in 2000 scored 10.1 points per game. But remember, 10.1 the Browns at that time game. also couldn't play defense. The Broncos have yeah. the number one or number two defense in the entire NFL. So their offense is assisted, and they still can't score the ball. I know it's not perfect, but the number two scoring offense in the the the, the second worst scoring offense in the NFL is the Houston Texans, right? So you're going to say, you know, well, how many times have they scored more than twenty points this year? Mm-hmm. It can't be way more. It's double Denver's. It's four. It's twice as many times as they did, which tells you something. And you know how many times they've scored less than ten? Twice. So half as much. They've scored in the 20s twice as much. They've scored in the in the single digits half as much. That's how much worse Denver has been on offense than the second worst offense in the points per game category in the NFL this season. 
it is it is hard to imagine them being worse than they are now. I still shock. Honestly, it is still kind of shocking when I think about it because the, the Russell Wilson trade, I would have never thought that well, they no. were going to get worse no. on offense. It was the combination. It was a perfect storm. Russell Wilson and the worst head coach in the NFL. Like that's not a, that's not a good combination. I think if they got a comp a competent head coach next year, Russell Wilson would be better than this. I don't know if it'd be great or even good, but it'd be better than this, right? Like if Andy Reid was Russell Wilson's coach with the same talent in Denver, they'd be better than this. Yeah, and it's interesting when we might be at Pete on, and even though we were joking, how he said, you guys maybe you don't listen to his appearances on the drive. Yeah. I did catch one point where they were talking about legitimately. Right now, would you rather have Baker Mayfield as your starter or Russell Wilson? This was before. This was in fairness to Pete. This was before he won Baker the game, won last, the game night. last night. Now it seems like well, duh, everybody's going to answer Baker. What would you have said before last night? Well, tell me the cost. If they're equal cost, I'd still take Russell. If they are the, their the cost current of, cost, yeah, 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 yeah. Baker a million times over. No question. Baker. Exactly. No, but that's that's the point. That's what's crazy. Because you can't afford to have a $40 million quarterback who's playing like a bottom five guy at his position. You can't. There's no way to win. There, there's no path to success. Any Dude, think about this. How many different quarterbacks... Like where's the where is the cutoff for the quarterback that if playing on the exact same Broncos roster wouldn't have them in the playoff hunt because I feel like 25 quarterbacks would have them in the playoff hunt. Derek like that Carr defense. would have them in the playoffs. Oh, well that yeah, we'd have to go lower than that. So let's start there. That's around 12 or 13. Would would a healthy would a healthy Jimmy G out of ranked 10 below Carr at the time? Yes, look at what Jimmy G already does. He, yeah. He's in the exact same situation. Great defense, good weapons. He's got better weapons than Russ, but... Um, Mike White. Trevor Lawrence. The number one defense in the NFL? I mean, yeah, right? Yes. It depends. If you're, if you're sidling me with Hackett, I, I can only go so far down the list because he's an idiot. So, so that that's Daniel hurting. Daniel Jones. No, he's no, got he. On, I can't. Daniel Jones has the Giants in the playoff hunt. I have to draw a line somewhere, don't I? Justin Fields he does have them in the Justin playoff Fields. Hunt. So much more athletic. Matt Ryan. He's too much of a statue these days. Not. I won't. I won't give you that. This is about okay again. But but guys, we're talking about can this quarterback? Basically, here's what the conversation is. Could this quarterback give you 20 points a game? Because if the Broncos are scoring 20 points per game, they are firmly in the playoff hunt. Jared Goff. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. He's Jared Goff the last point. time. Top scoring defense went to the Super Bowl. They're scoring 40 points, man. What? A, this is such a wild conversation. Mac Jones. If Mac that? Jones were the Broncos' starting quarterback, how many wins uh, would they the have? The Patriots probably have a top five defense right now, don't they? Yeah, no. Yeah, Mac, look Mac at their jo- record. No, but I understand. <laughs> Mac Jones. They're the playoff hunt. Jones. Yeah. So you think Russell Wilson is better than Mac Jones? I do. I still do. But they're scoring less points. I understand that, but then that means I you think have Hackett's to be willing, hurting them. You have to be willing to tell me that we all agree he's in the, Russ has been in the bottom five. You have to tell me that you think Russ is the worst quarterback in the entire league then. The, I think he's bottom five. The, I think Mac Jones is bottom five is what I'm trying to tell you. Oh, like, I don't think he's bottom the five. Coaching, oh, the coaching so. difference. If Russ, is bottom five, if Russ is bottom five, I'd, I'd rather have Andy Dalton than Mac Jones for a game. Okay, so you know we're we're talking about top five quarterbacks? White, we should make our bottom about, five. We're talking about, <laughs> we used to do that, didn't we? Didn't we do like yeah. bottom five? Mike White, Kenny Pickett, Andy Dalton, uh, Marcus Mariota. Now he's not even a starter anymore, so he's so, so great Desmond that he's Ritter. not a starter. Ritter's below that. Now Ritter makes it to the bottom five. We think, yeah. Just by default. 
I mean, yeah, he's yeah. in the mix with those guys. Yeah, probably. Man, I wouldn't take him over any quarterback and any other quarterback in this division for sure. Or well, that one's easy. Other, or, oh, I mean, I, Taylor I probably, Heineke, who he's played winning, so much he's better winning, than him. He's winning games, but Heineke hasn't actually. His stats aren't like all that impressive, but he keeps finding ways to win games, and the players and his teammates love him. We know teammates of Russ can't stand the guy for the most part. That's a whole other part of this conversation. You know, as bad as the uh, the Seahawks' offense is, and it's really bad. I can't believe that we've gotten to this point of the season, and it's now, I think, a borderline lock. The Kansas City Chiefs lead the most explosive plays in the NFL again of plays over 10 yards per game or 20 yards per game. It's, it's and in passing plays in particular, it's per game because, like, there's a couple teams that are actually, I think they're fifth in per game. They're first in pass plays. They're a little bit lower in run plays. The fact that they have... Nine more explosive pass plays than the next closest offense in the NFL while simultaneously trading away the person who led the NFL for five consecutive years in that stat <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Andy make Reed, it make sense. Andy Reed, it defies logic. Andy Reid genius is what it is. And Patrick freaking Mahomes is still here. That's why. What's not like that? That's how it happens still, Cody. That because that's that's how it's Number possible. Number one by a mile. And. What's nuts is the Denver Broncos are fourth. <laughs> as bad as we just talked about their offense. And well, that's their with, only I offense know, in fairness. You never would have guessed that, though. Like, if we would have pulled people like, oh, well, then considering everything we said about how historically bad the Broncos offense is, they must be bottom five in big plays, a pass, big pass plays over 25 yards. No. Nope, they're fourth. They have 27 of them somehow. Some way, as many as the Buffalo Bills. It's their entire offense, man. That's why. This is maybe, this is why... Andy Reid deserves more conversation around coach of the year stuff than he gets. Because again, we had this conversation in the offseason. We're like, all right, yeah. Tyreek Hill is taking with him an unprecedented number of 20 plus yard receptions. So what are they going to do? How are they going to replace? It? It's like, well, you know, McCall Hardman's ranked pretty well in that stat. They added MVS who's ranked pretty well in yeah. that stat. So, you know, maybe those two guys can make up a difference, but to lead the league, they're better than Miami. The team that took Tyreek Hill. It has one of the best offenses in the NFL. They're better than Cincinnati, who has Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Like, they are better than all those teams in big plays. They just are. They're better than anyone in big pass plays. It, to me, is it's stunning. And at this point, it's clearly going to hold. Like you said earlier, we're long enough in the season now that we don't have to talk about small sample size. Oh, yeah, yeah, There's yeah. no small sample size. Kansas City is one of the most explosive 20-plus yard pass play offense in the NFL. Some of it comes from Yak. I understand that. It doesn't matter. And Travis Kelsey at the top, matter. but yeah. they're great at it. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter if it comes from yards after the catch. You're right. The gap between them and the next highest team, the Dolphins, 37 compared to 29. I mean, it's not like they're just tied with – they are clearly the best big play passing team above 25 yards in football. I know it's not the normal – Would you have predicted that going into the season? Would you have thought that that was plausible? No, but we we did say we still thought they'd be in that top uh, eight to top ten category. Uh, and, that, and by the way, Croatia just – beat Brazil in PK's massive upset in the quarterfinals of the World Cup. I love a good upset or so. Love a good upset in the World Cup. That's awesome. Brazil scored in the 106th minute to go up 1-0. Croatia got a goal in, what, the 117th minute? 117th, yeah. And they end up winning in PK. So in the last couple of days, Spain and Brazil knocked out. Brazil, one of the big favorites now you're down to France and England as the two big in Argentina, the, the three big favorites and France and England play tomorrow, don't they? Yeah. And Argentina plays the Netherlands coming up at one o'clock today. Wow. So I guess we'll find out which one of those two teams advance. 
But yeah, Croatia advances a 4-2 on PKs. How do you, I, you know what it is? I know that it's much harder than it looks. It's like all sports. Man, hit the crossbar. The pressure, man. The pressure. Like hitting, and then the goalkeeper the, is guessing a lot of times the right way. Woo. Croatia didn't miss a single PK. Amazing. Made all four of theirs. Nobody picked Croatia in our <laughs> World Cup pool, did they? Hey, what happens if uh, <laughs> nobody so. wins it? Do, do none of us get the, the oh, yeah. trade the, that yeah. Spec has offered, or does whoever's team got the furthest? No, nobody. I think it, it said clearly pick the winner. Hey. Are you saying that because your team's already knocked out? Go like this for the rest of us. Gold. Hey, will you? At least check? I named a team. Carrington didn't even put a team down. He said, well, "Whoever Rob picks doesn't even count as a." Hey, entry. we got to stop this conversation. What? Are you positive that you gave me the non-milk version? Uh oh. Oh no, <laughs> dude. Seriously, no. I'm dead serious. One hundred percent. I saw him pour it. There's video evidence. One, I, I kept it to the side. I kept it separate from the other two. I am one hundred percent positive. I can feel my stomach. No, I can feel it. I can feel oh. it churning. You sure it's not the Pepsi? I mean, we can go I back and watch the sugar. I mean, we Cody, go back and watch the video, you, but I'm a hundred. You sabotage me again with food. I know. I he, do that. He moved one cup to the right. We also. I kept it, it all to the side. And he did. And let, I mean, I swear you poured the other one. I kept it all to the side, totally separate. You also you thought it tasted fantastic. Did he think it was because? Huh. <laughs> hmm. Maybe just maybe just. Uh, it could be unrelated, but I just all of a sudden just you felt generally my have. You know, I felt the stomach drop. Stomach issues, though, right? Yeah. This could be a number of things causing it, couldn't it? I hope. I hope. I hope Someone it's not says, that. Nick, we're all eating lunch. They don't want to hear about do your... you. Do you need to go to the restroom now? No, I'm good. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> do you need to, like, does Rob need to come in here and stand I'm in? I'm so oh, glad yeah, we right. have video evidence because if somehow. Now we can go back. If somehow oh, my God. My you you? Oh, put no. the regular milk in his, then you thought it was bad about. What's oh his name? God. Clipping his fingernails in the office. It will look you like I poisoned poison a coworker. <laughs> wow. I think we should probably go back and watch the tape, shouldn't we? I feel like this is one of those commercials where they they do the replay. Who the commercial they've been doing for uh, the NFL this football season? Oh yeah, the progressive. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what Nick, Cody's trying to to recreate here. All of a sudden. No, I think I, you owe him a. Someone says it say reduce lactose or lactose free. No, it said lactose free. I yes, I bought it the said milk lactose that, free. I bought the milk that said lactose free for Nick, not reduced. Maybe it's the sugars from the Pepsi. I think that's what it is because like my, my stomach doesn't feel great after yeah. a combination of Pepsi and milk. I don't. It's not. It's not something you're probably supposed How to have. How can we see it in the video? I'm so I think I'm probably now. just going to go ahead and say I'm out on the the second serving I, of milk. The with one whiskey. with whiskey. You would just want to. Glass of whiskey? Yeah, just give me the whiskey neat, please. Two fingers. I'm looking at the video, and you can only clearly see the two with milk in the shot. Oh, you can't um, see the third cup? Oh, no. Were you busy talking and accidentally never Well, pour- I didn't try to put them all. Well, did you see did the did the bottle of the other milk, the lactose-free milk, get used? In fairness, I, I think what's going to happen here is that it's going gonna, it's gonna to take some careful tape review. Like, see, more than I can do in this break. How do you not break. know? You either did it or didn't. I, I am very confident no. I gave him the lactose-free Wait, so, milk. So it, but started now a, it started as 100%. Mm-hmm. Now it's down to just very. <laughs> soon it's going to be 99%. Pre- yeah, soon it's going to be pretty sure. And then, and then eventually it will be. I'm not really. I don't really know. I was I trying to be very careful about making sure wow. to not give you the, the regular milk. Thank you so much for trying. <laughs> but, and failing. We don't know that I failed. I don't want to cop to that yet. I'm just glad we all say milk. 
properly on this show. I used to have, I had a co-host that would keep calling it milk, and it drove me. Milk? Milk. Oh. Like, no, milk. Oh, I'm just glad that we all, I just wanted to point that out. I'm just glad that we all say it correctly. We can enjoy in this moment. Yeah. Well, I'm carefully watching the, the video, so I'll, I'll let gonna, you You're going to apologize? No, I'm not apologizing yet. I'm watching the video. Get get Dean Blandino. Get get Dean Blandino on the phone. Replay review, please. I'm watching it. I'm watching a play-by-play, shot-for-shot remake right now of this. I'm trying to find out whether or not anything went bad. I was trying to talk at the same time, which I think should be factored into this conversation. Mm-hmm. We're talking about if I screwed it up. Man, it's going to be... Can't talk and pour drinks now? <laughs> it's like... I just... Man... I really hope I didn't screw this up. Are you sure? Was it that kind of feeling or just like normal? I mean, my stomach does. My stomach hit me out of nowhere. My stomach doesn't feel great either, but. Maybe it's the sugar. Maybe it's the sugar from the Pepsi. Yeah, I don't think it's natural for your body to have Pepsi and milk at the same time. Probably not. It's a first. I'll let you know. I mean, I I can't. So Fair Life is lactose-free, tastes almost exactly like milk, easy to confuse. Well, I mean, I had them both. Man, you know what we should have done? Why'd you buy two different milks? Why didn't we just drink the lactose-free milk? What difference would it have made? Because I didn't want lactose-free milk. <laughs> <laughs> but you're you're saying I should wait now. You, the text line called this two minutes ago. I just want to point this out, Nick. <laughs> two minutes ago, text line nine one three five eight six seven six ten said, uh, <laughs> "Wait for it. Cody will blame someone else or something else." And two minutes later, what did you just try to turn on? Is, you should have just bought one. That's it. Now you're being, oh. becoming even more unsure about your decision. To do it on air and on camera, dude. Yeah, from the 913, I knew Cody had questionable morals, but to poison a co-worker on air? <laughs> I don't I'm Shaking like, my head. All right, here's the... I'm watching the official switch now, so you guys oh, are going to have to talk for a second. You're watching, your watching own the mis- you're watching your own mistake. God, if I really gave Nick the lot Then what do, you, what do you think you owe him if we find out you <laughs> did what? I like, owe him. What's the consequence? <laughs> there has get, to be I consequences. I get to poison you. I get to poison you. <laughs> fair is fair. Eye for an eye. Poison me... <laughs> What? Whatever I want. I think I, it's, I've never been able to choose the type of poison that I receive from you, so. You have uh, oh, poison with the Chipino, and now perhaps you gave him lactose when he can't have lactose. I'm looking at it. I don't. It's just taking a second to get to the moment, to the pivotal moment. Cody's glasses are fogging up. I and I mean, we're I'm back. nervous. Yeah. I've been accused of poisoning Nick when I didn't one other time. But this one, there would be video Man, you're evidence. Letting, you're letting Mark Lavoie and the fingernail clipping off the hook because this will become the biggest story around the office. Why? Now. Because I poisoned Nick? Um, yes, yes. It's not poisoning him. I mean, just... Intentionally getting him sick would get, fall into the <laughs> poisoning. You think so, huh? Well, I guess not intentionally. You didn't mean to. Yeah, it would have been an accident. Uh, but... Text line says the punishment should be to make Cody do the colonoscopy bowel prep. What? Make him drink the chalk stuff. If, Nick, if, oh, if, the video, yeah, yeah. if the video evidence shows that you gave him the the milk that did not that that did not have lac, that had lactose in it, then uh, then you should have to drink the chalky stuff they give you before the colonoscopy. I'm watching the video. I gave Nick the lactose free milk. Okay, so Nick, your stomach's just messed up, man. Maybe so. Maybe so, but I still think I'm going to go ahead and have to review that tape myself. <laughs> All right, coming up next, what, we'll get trust to me? we'll get to what's trending and. I don't think there's much buzz around it. The guys are telling me I'm wrong. We'll get into the big rivalry game tomorrow. Next. 
This is Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gann Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gann Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Royals first baseman slash NFL insider, Vinny Pasquantino. This football season with Cody and Gold. My Twitter is about to unload of football <laughs> tweets. First Jets game that I have free on Sunday. It's, it's go time. 610 Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.